It's the Scoops Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Think it's a tragedy. Now this is a thriller. You gon' tell me to a killer. Talking all that chat to me. Now you woke me a gorilla. Now watch your little bone shit by. Think it's a tragedy. Now this is a thriller. You gon' tell me to a killer. Talking all that chat to me. Now you woke the gorilla. Now watch your little bone The Scoops Podcast. Well, yeah, that's some original beats. Uh, give you a little sample coming up for you from Junior John Productions. <laughs> Once again, your host here, Junior John, for the What's the Scoops Podcast. I got a very special guest, one of the uh, podcast pioneers of our local <laughs> community here in Hawaii. Give it up for my brother, Gavin Sugai. Aloha, Gavin. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Hey. Pioneers, I don't know. I mean, there's other people, but... Yeah, uh, I didn't you. watch theirs. I watched yours. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, man. Thank you for coming out here to uh, beautiful Lower Makakilo. And uh, all the way from the Fofo. Yeah, yes. That's where I grew up, hometown. Kane Ohe. How's it on that side? Uh, rainy. Was oh, rainy. Oh, actually, it's been sunny. I, that's okay. what I heard. Yeah. Alan then, yeah, they were like seeing how um how they were working on the roof. I'm like, what the heck? I couldn't see the whole island. <laughs> yeah, it's been all over. Bipolar weather, huh? Yep. But um wow, yes, of course, uh Talk Story Podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. This is the uh, founder of it and um <laughs> well I'd like you to share some of the history since I'm just starting myself. And, yeah, of uh, course. You know how it all began. You know, what got you involved with it? Yeah, so I'll I'll start off with um, the beginning. So for for um, people that listen to my podcast, I've talked about this a lot in my earlier episodes. But back in 2017, July 2017, I was um, I was an audiovisual technician at Wimu Community College, and I wanted to do an idea where I just interviewed people. I, I watched Joe Rogan's podcast, and I've I seen. I didn't really know what a podcast was. I just thought it was like an interview thing. You just talk story with people, right? Yeah. And um, and what happened was I got hurt on the job in August of 2017. So I broke my leg in three different places. Uh, it was it was worse than Anderson Silva's injury. I got it. <laughs> I seen Anderson Silva's injury. I seen the kick. I seen it snap. Mine was. Mine was much worse, and um, sympathy pains, bro. It was it was bad. It was I had emergency surgery. I thought I actually it felt like a sprain. Just just to put it in perspective, it felt like a sprain, but I couldn't feel my leg or part of my foot. Did, so did you lose feeling altogether? I lost feeling up until my toes. So I remember it was funny because I remember the the um, Kill Bill Volume Two. And then Uma Thurman was like, if you can <laughs> just wiggle your toes. That's the only thing I thought of. I was like, okay, if I can wiggle my toes, I think I'm okay. And um, and I could wiggle my toes, right? And um, I had emergency surgery um, the next day. So I was I was in the hospital and everything. And uh, when I got home, you know, I was thinking, wow, I can't really do that video interview style that I wanted to do um, because I can't move. I'm, I'm kind of bedridden. Um, and what happened was I started listening to podcasts because, you know, I, I'm just, I could just put, put in my headphones and then I really understood what a podcast was, which was more of like a 
this kind of this talk story kind of like conversation yeah. stuff. I'm like, well, my friends and I do this all the time. Yeah. So I thought, I, why don't I tra- transition to just doing a podcast? And that's exactly what um, my original idea was, you know, but uh, I'm just doing it more audio wise. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, I converted to video and audio, but um, before it was just audio. And then I started it a year later because I wanted to get better. I wanted to um, fix up my leg, wanted to get stronger, did a lot of physical therapy, uh, which is not as bad as people say it is. They, everybody says, oh, physical therapy is the worst. It's not really that bad. It's, it's actually pretty easy. Uh, for me, it was pretty easy. Um, the injury was was the hard part. <laughs> the, the injury was the injury was bad, but I the imagine. the physical therapy wasn't that wasn't that bad, honestly. Um, so in August 2018, I actually got my surgical rod removed. I still have the scars, and I still have um, weird sensation in my leg too. So like right over here, like even if like you flick it, I I feel the nerve just kind of pulsing. Um, but you know, I, I I'm better now. I can run. Which is pretty That's great. I could do burpees, man. you know. And did they did they give you any like worries to where you might not be able to? No, that sounded like a really yeah. bad injury, bro. It, it was a really <laughs> bad injury, but um, yeah, they. Uh, I mean, they're everybody was really positive about me getting through it, and um, so anyway, uh, yeah, I got through it, and I'm still here. And I started my podcast back in October of 2018. So that was um, actually maybe a week before my birthday. And then my wife and I, we were in our pajamas and we just decided, like, hey, why don't we just record? And our first topic was um, this guy who was doing some weird things at KCC uh, for, for people in the mainland. That's Kapiolani Community College. And that's, um, he was, you know, I got like a UH notice, like, oh, UH alert, like, hey, watch out for this car, license plate. Um, he's doing some weird things. Not gonna say what kind of weird things, but it was uh, weird things in the parking lot, and um, and that's what we talked about. Wow, <laughs> that was the first episode. That's what yeah, that's what I like about this whole uh, podcast stuff. Cause yeah, for for me, like I've been shoot, I don't know how. Long. I mean, I've been into Joe Rogan's podcast. That dude changed my life pretty much. Like just the way he was able to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. And anybody like you know, and I and he his transformation from when I first started seeing his podcast mm-hmm. to like you know now you know and it's just mm-hmm. like it's a more real platform. I kind of prefer this like mm-hmm. rather than coming in where you normally with the media. Oh, okay, you're gonna say this, tell this story, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and it's all orchestrated. But it's like you don't really get to see the people. But like what Joe Rogan has been doing, you know, he brings these people in. Like fucking, I remember the f- fucking Alex Jones damn <laughs> yeah episode. <laughs> like I was like, this guy's a nut. So, and then you watch it, and it's like, what? This fuck is not that nut. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it, the media was in so so much power that it's like. You know, we we're getting told what to think, and then it's so biased on the outside. It's mm-hmm. all fake news. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's all there's all an agenda, obviously. Like somebody's, and and it's even more obvious now because all your CNN news, Fox News, all these stuff. These guys are like included with the whole politics, and 
what they you know their agendas and 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 but they're not getting high views. Mm, mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's getting way more views mm-hmm. than anybody. I don't know if O'Reilly still goes on, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the view <laughs> level is 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 taking over, and then you know what I say. You know you're blessed to be you know is to have got on the bandwagon early. You know I don't know. I mean you probably know more podcasts out of Hawaii than I do. You know, and we were just mm-hmm. talking about the Paula Funga. You know, I, in my opinion, like, I don't think people should be getting fired. Mm-hmm. You know, considering you're an on air personality. If mm-hmm. you, it's your first time, mm-hmm. but uh, like over 11 years that they've been doing it, I don't yep. think, you know what I mean? The way Paula took it, someone could take it a different way and laugh. Mm-hmm. I would laugh because mm-hmm. I know I'm dealing with an on air personality, but she was hurt. Right. So, mm-hmm. for my opinion, but that's the problem is how corporate is in charge of the media like that. And you're mm-hmm. going to lose your job. Right. Mm-hmm. My opinion, them two should just fucking set up a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're probably in a better place mm-hmm. if they do. Like, I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to support or watch the podcast mm-hmm. or anything like that. But I mean, to just like, like to cancel people or to, to do that to people and with, with no, no forgiveness, mm-hmm. no like. I, I change by the minute. You know what I mean. I always hope to change for the better, mm-hmm. but sometimes we change. We make bad choices, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about moments—they come and go. You know, so you you can't go back. You know, yeah. and it it was definitely a joke. It was not a good joke. It didn't work. The crowd was Palafuna. That was mm-hmm. it. That was the crowd. We're the observer that we're viewing it and it made it viral. But really, the only person that he had to make laugh was Paula Fula. And he didn't he didn't see his crowd good enough. You know, like mm-hmm. that was it. That was who they're in COVID. Right. So they're doing the whole thing. So it's just those three guys on the panel. And her, right? So mm-hmm. if she reacts, and I know her, not, like, I don't know her. I'm going to say I know her like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. get top flight security above us right I know. now. They're, they're, they heard Paul Fuga. Ooh, they're they're like, coming. Hey. Oh, right. They're hearing something. So no. Junior John. <laughs> we got to get. What's the scoops, Junior John? Yeah, that's how we know we, uh, <laughs> we're, we're well protected over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you at, Kim Jong-un? Nah, <laughs> no, but straight up, the you know, that. That's like that's how I look at it. Like mm-hmm. you know, and they and they're doing it nowadays to comedians. Like these mm-hmm. guys are running for president. Mm-hmm. Like these guys are doctors or like <laughs> they're comedians, mm-hmm. right? The only way to find out is if it's a funny joke is if you go out and do it. And they and he's doing it on the run, right? But you know, I bring this up because you know this is an avenue. Like I've heard. Joe Rogan say stuff in the beginning mm-hmm. and now he's totally has a different view. Right. Mm-hmm. We, that's how we grow. You know what I mean? So we cannot just say, Oh, that's you for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? And then, and like, even how people are, you know, charging people like Bill Cosby or whatever. Right. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's over 20 something years ago when they didn't have these cameras and all this stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, people don't know like Woody Allen, Fucking Elvis Presley, all that stuff. Like, if that's how we're gonna go do about do it, 
You know what I mean? When I was growing up, people used to fight without the cops finding out. Like, that was just <laughs> in my time. Yeah. Right? I'm not, oh, fuck. Some might think I'm old now, shit, but I don't think I'm old. Yeah, Kai, Kai Little Castle, I remember. Yeah, they only taught us to, uh, the number, <laughs> our, our, they only told us to, uh, the number, uh, 21. That was it. So, <laughs> I've been 21 for like 12 years straight. But. <laughs> my, my opinion about media, so I'm going to go back to that, that, um, Paula Fuga. So when I look when I watched that video, of course, you know, I felt for Paula because, yeah. you know, I felt I felt, you know, her what she was sharing was very deep and personal. Um, of course for me, like Crazy Oshiro, I know uh, sorry if I mentioned his name, but um I kinda know of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the thing is, yeah, I I don't know if I agree with him being kicked off because of of something What's what you're expected of? Yeah. You know what I mean? And and with what she's saying, it's kind of hard to make a light of what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're doing Hawaii Food Bank. Mm-hmm. But don't hire those three fuckers if you like them to be on a serious show. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, if it's serious, and this is going to be the whole thing, like Hawaii Food Bank, homeless people, people mm-hmm. living on the beach. Like, you know what I mean? They get some serious people. Right. And make it one serious thing. You're getting the three... Morning crew joking around all the time, and they're doing the white food bank, like mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And then it's po- like, but he's thinking, I gotta make a joke out of this. I gotta make a, jo-. and you know what? Exactly. I think he pissed yeah. her off because I brought it up on the last podcast. But he pissed her off, really pissed her off when she finished her song and he said, "Oh, hey Paula, so what? Who do I gotta call to get it on our radio station?" <laughs> that was his first joke. Mm. And she was like, she tried to laugh, like, ha, huh? like, but like, I don't know, like, you tell me, like, because <laughs> obviously, you know what I mean? We all feel that in the industry, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we all know them. We've all done shows for them, free. Mm-hmm. She's probably, she probably did that for free. Probably not. I don't know. She shouldn't. Mm-hmm. If they got Jack Johnson. I hope they paid him. But like, if, <laughs> if he's willing to offer it, he can afford it. Mm-hmm. I don't think Paula's, like, you know, had a great career that's got her a lot of money she's kind of been under the underground in a way Mm. very kind of like she slipped in with jack johnson but you know we i used to go to the jam sessions with the monomoli and all them and Mm -hmm. you know that's their whole crew they didn't really get on the radio they didn't really pump up on the radio you know and paula's had some Mm -hmm. but probably she feels she deserved more you know what i mean it some chances, but it's it's what it is. We all have this bitterness because we're trying to, you know, work with these promoters, these radio stations, and yeah, and, the, and, and it really doesn't do anything for you. It's all business in the end. Mm-hmm. It's all business, and and you know what? Fuck how everybody said. Bruh. I hope you have the same um, energy, the same people that wants to mob up <laughs> on Slick Vic and all that and support Paula. You better be at her fucking shows. Yeah. Because, <laughs> brah, I've been in this fucking industry. Nobody's showing up to nobody's shows. Mm. Nobody's mm. shows. And right now, of course, <clears throat> we're not in no position to have any shows. But before this, they didn't, we didn't, the coronavirus never affect nothing as far as the amount of people going to the shows. 
Mm. But it, you know why nobody's going to the shows? It's because the radio's not playing nobody local. Mm. And then it's all business who they play, which is all understandable, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going over there and, like, my band at the time, Cultural Nation, I mean, we ten, go ten over plus. there, right? Ten, ten plus, no. <laughs> the winner. <laughs> the no. Winner. <laughs> no, that's, that's Junior John there, all the days. But, yeah. <laughs> No, but if I go over there, right, mm-hmm. and say I bring all my friends, right? But say my band brings a few here and there, right? That's mm-hmm. what the, that's what you're expected of, mm-hmm. right? But we're not getting paid promoted. We're not promoters. Mm. That's what people realize. They, they're not paying us nothing, right? They they should be paying us way more if they were expecting us to promote. But that's what the double-edged sword is. Say if we do bring in a following, they're only mm. going to pay us the same. Mm-hmm. You know, but then you could probably ask. But how much times your family, your friends, will come out on the weekend, go find daycare to support you, to keep doing that, mm. right? They got to mm-hmm. stay home sometime. And you're probably not changing up the set. And why would you change your set up every damn show, mm-hmm. right? So you got to perform for people. But back when they were playing local music, people actually came out. You know, they had festivals with all the lineup of who was on the radio. Yep. Birthday bash. Yeah. yeah. Right? Now, you got to have Shaggy. You got to have Marisiahu. You got to have Steel Pulse. You got to mm-hmm. have Soldier. Mm-hmm. You got to have Catch a Fire. And that's that's almost local now. Yep. Like, that's probably, like, the furthest you can go. And that's an international band being from New Zealand, but still. They... It's not where we're at anymore. Like mm. so, you know, when Ray was doing the Rebel Soldiers, you know, it was smart. He put them right before Shaggy, and that's his group. So mm-hmm. he, you know, he's promoting them. They're there right before the main act. Everybody's there for Shaggy. They're not there for the cool main event, but it doesn't matter. They are there mm-hmm. for the cool main event, mm-hmm. and that's his event, right? That's business one on one. They wasn't there for Rebel Soldiers. I was. Playing shows with them When nobody was there mm. Except for the people that we had Right But once we got off stage And then they closed the show Then nobody's there Because They was playing everywhere mm. Right The Green's always here J-Bug always lives here Fiji's always here How come they don't do shows Every weekend Because who's gonna go every weekend mm. mm-hmm. Right You gotta do one show Ask for 10 grand 15 grand or more, or hope that's for more. If they doing it, that, but nobody's even coming for them now. Mm. Even mm. if they do that one show, they gotta be there right before it's the that, main act. It could be that generation too. It's just, you, a, it's you, just a, it's a local. It's a we're on a different page now. We're on a different page. Yep. Yeah, we, you we gotta realize it went from Hawaiian to the Jawain, <laughs> right? But it went, it went like even. Brother Is was taking that uh, route too, mm-hmm. you know Johnny Mahoy, fucking Maui, and fucking even somewhere over the rainbow getting reggae scan. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like it was all happening. Butch, Elimano, fucking brother Walter, brother Nolan, like th- that was kind of the era. There was all you know, and then you had C and K and all that stuff kind of coming too. But everybody was kind of getting out of the Hawaiian, and then they created its own culture, which gave birth to. FM 100 mm-hmm. and the birthday bash and with Hawaii Kane and all that stuff, right? But people came out because it was 
There's no other place to go to get it. Mm-hmm. And and they support it. Right? But then when the sound started changing and started getting more international mm-hmm. and then Fiji's kind of slipping in and then like Ukla Ramak's busting this whole like authentic reggae and then they create their whole field and then Catch a Fire comes in. There was the mm-hmm. they they honestly changed. Even though I mean, this sounds biased, but they changed the whole format when they first brought them up because mm-hmm. they they came and did. I don't know if it was the Pro Bowl or the or the um, or the birthday bash. One of the I think they came Pro Bowl first. I think and it was then the they Pro came Bowl. up and then they did the yeah. birthday bash where it was filmed. Yeah, yeah, they did that pay per view or something. Mm-hmm. And um, but they changed it for f- now. It wasn't local anymore. These guys coming out with horn sections, ba 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 ba, like doing Bob, yeah. sounding like Bob, and it's like, you know, and it was, and it, they came with a whole crew. Like New Zealand's very professional with the, you know, the equipment, the, you know, everything, mm-hmm. their shows, their, you know, people tell me all the time that go on their their boards, you know, that actually get from Hawaii. They get to do sounds for Hawaii groups because they love Hawaii groups over there. You know, they mm. look at Hawaii groups as the state. That's why I tell people we we got to take advantage of, of that, resources, especially yeah, if, if fuck what we think. Regardless, we got we should be able to take advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, they think of Hawaii as the state. Okay, so now this is valuable for the radio, mm. right? Because now they might charge less. Mm. If they play them on the radio mm-hmm. Right Because it's like Whoa They play reggae right Because there's no reggae stations there's Nothing like Hawaii mm. Right now we got The top Three four stations In Hawaii Is playing local reggae music mm-hmm. Right And that's the top That's over the pop Stations Like mm-hmm. that's where it was mm-hmm. Ten Ten years ago Ten years ago mm-hmm. Right now You got Comic Kings They're not from here J-Bug They're not from here Yeah Um Tanel, they're not from here, you know, and they're working with big, is big Maoli productions. Maoli's from here. Yeah, he's from here. Yeah, right. But there's only a few. H- how much few. people are going to Maoli show mm-hmm. if he's closing? No offense, mm-hmm. not trying to offend nobody. <clears throat> Maoli's gonna have a big show if they're the co-main event right before mm. an international act. That's gonna be their biggest shows mm-hmm. in Hawaii. You know what I mean? Now maybe they go out to Las Vegas, they might get a better following. Mm-hmm. You know, and Hawaii supports when you come back. You know, I've I grew up in the entertainment in the showroom in this. You know, of not me as an entertainer, my mom, right? Mm-hmm. Don Ho brought us to Hawaii. Like, I, I, that's how I became a citizen in general. You know, because of my mom's career. But Bruno Mars mm. used to see him all the time. Little Elvis, right? And he would do that all all the time. He was on. He would o- open up for Magic of Polynesia, and he would do the Legend Show mm-hmm. all in one night. And he would sing. He would perform on the street. Mm-hmm. Nobody was there, mm-hmm. you know. Even with the Magic of Polynesia, mm-hmm. they they bring the tourists in like right when the Magic Show starts. Like they would come in all the Japanese right. to see yeah, it. Yeah. Like they didn't even really come to see him. And then he would go. And do the legend show. And it was like, nobody was there for him. Mm-hmm. And then he go blow up. Now he's selling the stadium, right? Mm-hmm. 
Imagine if Bruno Mars performs every weekend in Waikiki. Mm. He decides to do what Don did in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Well, people are going to stop going to Bruno Mars' show from Hawaii. Mm. It's not going to be 50,000 again. Mm-hmm. Like they did with Don Ho. Mm-hmm. Locals were never there at Don Ho's show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Bruno is going to make money if he does that and provide to the economy like Don did because they're going to bring in busloads of Japanese tourists and Chinese tourists, but locals not going over there to support him, right? So mm-hmm. because he did something big, he come back there like rah, cause line up. I gotta come to this show. Yep. Joe Coy, not even from Hawaii, just cause he's Filipino. Yep. Eleven shows straight back to back, all all sold out. Like he killed it because yep. he's not from here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They find a connection, like Joe Soul, my friend. He's just on the Voice. Mm. He was always online One, two, three Like people on there too Like mm. and you know We go on and stuff But he was performing for years Like I I just I remember him like Probably 15 years ago mm. Just him in the guitar Like and he was doing this All the way up to this voice Now everybody's sharing Cause he made it on the voice mm. Like That's how Hawaii was it's always been Jasmine Trias. Look how crazy they went. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even Paula Funga was a reject for the American Idol, mm-hmm. and she became a star in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. They had a whole album. She's she's working with. She brings out Mike. Lo- she brought out Mike Love. Mm. And then I forget what their group was. They had a group though. And then and then she does. Like Jack Johnson, a well well done song. Like or that's like Anu Hill as well. You know, yeah, Anu Hill went. Yeah, she really. She was part of that crew too. Though. She was part of that crew. Mana Maoli. Yeah. yeah, her and um, Kimi Minor. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, she. I really love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of um, they kind of became bigger. Yeah, actually, honestly, when they. When they left, they did yeah. more international stuff. Then they, when they came back, and they're like, "Oh wow, they they yeah. did all this stuff." Now, now they, here yeah. they are again. Yeah. Bj Penn, Max Holloway, mm-hmm. like The Rock. Yep. I'm like think Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> like anytime, anytime, because we want to see our people expand, su- succeed. Yeah. Right. But we're not gonna keep lending you money. We're yeah. not gonna fund. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean I love you brah You know what I mean yeah, But yeah, I'm yeah. probably not gonna Give you all the downloads To make you famous mm, You know what I mean mm. You kinda You have to kinda get people That will download Because <coughs> Supply and demand Right mm-hmm. We all know that It's fucking Business One on one Right One thing I noticed I did a tour This is I haven't I mean I've traveled A little bit And gotta do it But I did a tour this was during the winner, the 10, 10 plus. Yeah. No, really? Right? The song did good. We got to go. Me and Rasta we went to you know, California, you know, Long Beach and all that with Spawn Breezy. Uh, oh, really? Who else okay. was on the list? Um, Tri- Trace. No, not Trace Songs. Is it Trace Songs? No, <laughs> I think that guy's favorite. Trace Songs is favorite, right? <laughs> no, it, Trace Smooth, right? Trace Smooth? Oh, it's Trace Smooth. Okay. Right? That yeah. was the three guys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Yeah, they, they would feed you. You made me butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I land my way, girl. Sorry, it's my Fiji. Oh, that is tasteful. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Fucking. Yeah, that was the list, though. Mm. And Finn. Oh, really? Okay. Finn, too. Yeah. Right. Didn't, these guys weren't. Like, they were just on the come up. Oh, wow. Okay. And. Me and Rasta, we come there with just backing <laughs> tracks. <laughs> yeah, that's the goal, right? I'm like, fuck yeah, right? So, and I, I'm producing everything myself. My mixing, everything is all amateur. Like, mm-hmm. but people think it's good then, you know. And that's all I come with. And I remember like talking. We're staying in one house, mm. which is a Tongan family. <laughs> And then we're staying at the other house oh, across insane. the street, which is Samoan. They're the promoters, and they're also the promoters. So they're, but like, <laughs> they're like heavy. The Samoan one, the Samoan house is heavy, and that's Spawn Breeze is in that garage. Mm-hmm. We're across the street in this garage, right? And basically, like, we're going over there talking and showing him the music, and he's like, even him, he wanted to do a remix on the winner, like. Really? He was like, damn, that's good. Like, you know, and then. That was a great song. Um, he <laughs> said, uh, he, he was kind of like shunning us a bit, a little bit. It was just kind of a weird vibe. Okay. It was a, it was a weird vibe, I, in my opinion, you know, because they were kind of acting like Suge Knight, Death Roll. Oh, really? In a way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of the oh, Samoans over there. Uh. Yeah, they kind of have that kind of vibe over in the mainland. Because he's mm. from Missouri. We're in Long Beach, California. Like, well, anyways. But the, um, he kind of, like, talks to the guy. So what's up with that keyboardist? Did you find one? He's like, bro, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look. And then my friend Rasta, he's like, he's like, oh, bro, you need a keyboardist right there. And he's like, he looks at me. He's like, oh, oh you play keyboards. And I was like. I was like, yeah. And he's like, okay, we'll see. And then, but he kind of like shunned me off too. Oh, really? I'm like, I, and I even told the Ross that I was like, bro, don't fucking. I was like, because I feel in the mm-hmm. vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, he's not really. Like, he kind of doesn't want us here. Yeah. Like, he's acting like he's famous. Now, nobody knows. Nobody knows who Spawn Breezy really is. I mean, <laughs> other than some Polynesians up there, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> And, That's uh, interesting. Yeah, so full on, <laughs> I was like, bro, don't ever do that again. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because he's already not feeling us. So the next day, I'm just chilling. I forget. We're like, we're just. I'm just waiting at their house. I think. I think my friend Rasta left. I don't think he was at the house. I think he went with his family. So I'm like, I think I'm by myself at their place in the garage. And this SUV comes pull out, and the, the, these fucking Samoans come out, and like, "Hey, are you John?" And I was like, "Yeah." They're dragging you away. They're like, "Oh, you gotta come with us." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Fuck!" And it, like, I don't have no cell phone, man. Mm. I have nothing, so I'm like, "What the hell?" Okay, shoot, like, dude, this is dodgy, but I'll fucking throw it out, like, <laughs> like, I'm just thinking, like, fuck. I don't know how they roll over here, but fucking, we we all pull up. To fucking Guitar Center I'm like The hell's What the fuck Oh interesting I'm like Is Rasta here Like <laughs> Did he like just send Like you know I'm, I'm in the middle Of all these Samoans I'm They put me in the middle 
I guess how big all these dudes were. Oh, that's crazy. And I'm like, dude, this is dodgy as hell, bro. I'm swear to God, like, I'm like, well, whatever. And then so full on, go out, go in there, and like, oh, you gotta come this way. And then <laughs> we go in the keyboard area. I'm like, oh man. And there I see Spawn Breezy over there, and he's like, oh, can you play something? And I was like, what? What do you want me to play? He's like, okay, fine. Can you play this chord and blah blah blah? And I was like, yeah, easy. And he's like, oh, okay, boom. He's like, he's good. I was like, what the hell? Like, bro, I went. And oh, that must crazy. have been like a 45-minute drive just to play like a couple stabs with the horns <laughs> and a piano skank. And that's all he wanted. And I was like, oh, okay. And then next year I'm playing with him. But the <laughs> the whole thing was I do the practice mm. with him and his band. It's his band. I'm just playing keyboards. Okay. They don't even know what they they don't even remember the set. <laughs> I'm, I only have one practice to get this down. I start whipping them all in shape. I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Foom, foom, foom. Right. He goes on the mic. He's like, bro, you're my musical director for as long as you play with me right now. <laughs> I was like, what? So I started, I started telling him, and I did it so fast. That he's like, I'm good with that. That's good. Mm. And I was like, you sure? He's like, yeah. And he goes... He goes, hey, what? But what are you going to play? Like, when you guys do your set, I was like, I have backing tracks. That's it. <laughs> and he's like, bro. He goes, man, we, bro, they still got like half an hour left. You think you could teach? I was like, yeah. Mm. So I taught the whole band. So we were able to do the tour, like, with Spawn Breezy and all them. Wow. I backed them up, but their band, his band backs me up. Or and Rasta, and so we did all that. But the, uh, yeah, that whole experience was. <laughs> That's insane, man. Yeah, well, Rasta ends up staying up there. No, oh, really? Yeah, because it was a success. Mm. We killed it. So, like, yeah. So that was kind of like the whole point I was originally coming with. I know I went on a whole <laughs> tangent, but was we would play. I would just play on the guitar and just sing, mm-hmm. right? Like normal. Mm-hmm. And everyone's coming out of their houses and like circling around. And they come to find out they never even talk to their neighbors. They got like black neighbors. They got Mexican neighbors. And it's kind of like, I don't see, I don't think it's ghetto, but <laughs> you know, it's like, I guess ghetto ghetto people inside a nice house mm. like, <laughs> in the neighborhood yeah but you know so but the, it was like it unified it the, and then like all of those artists like they just had this look on them like fuck like and for hawaii artists they hear like finn they're like oh i need to sell more r&b and stuff like that but i remember man we jam and they they would just look like like that's that's authentic like like to them, mm. like they were, they were kind of like, like yeah, and, and we were out of place. We were out of place, but they were like marveling us, like, oh, like that's yeah, real yeah. reggae. That's that's how it's supposed to be. That's real mm. island music. Like, but it brought all their co- all the people together. Like our just the vibe that we was mm-hmm. coming with just in Hawaii, and it was 
but that's the supply and demand. Like, uh, came together. That's the supply and demand. You see what I mean? Like, it's a rarity over there. You know what I mean? If yeah. everybody looked like The Rock over there, <laughs> right? Mm. Would The Rock be as big as he is? Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. But he's like a talking Polynesian that people don't know what a Polynesian is. Right? Because he ain't. Yeah. You don't look black, like mm-hmm. you know, like we got so many islanders that look like that on the regular here. So if it if that was regular for them, it probably wouldn't be as huge, you know, or the response, but that is the supply and demand. Bruno Mars, you know what I mean? Like people that look like that, nobody knows what he is. Mm-hmm. Nobody say, Oh but he's from Compton or like he's repping a place. Like don't people don't even know he's from Hawaii. Mm-hmm. He's not repping a place. He's a they, star. They just say he's Bruno Mars. That's yeah. all it is, yeah. The Rock is a star, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm surprised he's an American citizen because his parents are from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I mean, his his mom's side is from Samoa and um, New Zealand, and um, his dad's Canadian, mm. you know. And and he's American. <laughs> yeah, but you know that I, I'm that's probably from the grandpa, grandpa <laughs> Peter Marvel. I think, yeah, he had ties in Hawaii. When wrestling had ties in Hawaii, too. Yeah. My dad was in that, too. Yeah, so. yeah, I remember back when, you know, Cultural Nation was, was starting to make more stuff like Blue Lights Flashing. I still feel that like... Was, that, was bo- that was me and Rasta. Yep. That was before Culture Nation. I had to promote that because he stayed up there. Mm. He stayed up there. I got to work and pay bills. Yeah. And he just stayed up there. And it, we was like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. I was the Dr. Dre, he's Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, I'm making the beats and I'm promoting all this stuff. And I'm making all these moves too. Mm-hmm. But I don't have the other half. So it's like, and then. <laughs> you make these guests appear. Me and, you know, my ex at the time, we decided to start our own thing. You know? And basically that's, you know, how Culture Nation began. Yeah. So a lot of people, because we were giving the CDs and was promoting my stuff that's coming out of my studio, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because I got to use that. They'd want to hear those songs, mm. right? We didn't have no Culture Nation songs. That's why the Culture Nation album has none of those tracks, you mm-hmm. know? And it's because it really is not all my track, you know? That It was a collaborated. With Rasta. Yeah, Rasta yeah. and um, other dude, Jamie. Jamie. Styles, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, people don't know. People don't. They don't know those tracks, man. But those tracks were. I know. I only have rough killer. copies. My my damn iMac, my Mac. Yeah, if anybody ever <laughs> has any of the old CDs that I used to burn, <laughs> a yeah. shitload of them. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like hoping one person <laughs> just has one, one of one of those CDs. Yeah, those originals, man. Oh yeah, because I lost everything. I gotta, you know, get it all back. And I still remember that one set you did. Um, I don't know what bar, I forgot which bar it was. I want to say it was in Pro City. Oh, maybe it was no. Uh, it was somewhere in town. But then you were playing guitar and you were playing keys. Yeah, that was, was that Pro City. Yeah, it was. What is it called? Foreplay. Yeah, it was foreplay. Four upstairs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know. I would play anything. That's how we started. The Culture Nation started because mm-hmm. I was playing for a band here called High of Fire. Shout out to Shaka B. Mm-hmm. Even though he's um, typical Hawaiians, 
on that <laughs> le- on that page now. But when I was hanging around with those brothers and playing keyboards for them, yeah, the um, they they would always have to sub because that's the thing about Hawaii, right? It's very hard to do business here, especially mm-hmm. or trying to pursue this because these guys want to. You know, play with 20 bands, which makes sense, right? Because business-wise, mm-hmm. is your band going to keep me busy and give me a steady income mm-hmm. where every weekend I get paid, right? Mm-hmm. Answer is no. Mm. So you got to freelance and fill up those weekends. But there's going to be overbooking. So oh, people yeah. are getting screwed over no matter. And then you kind of got to go off of that. So when I was playing high fire, the guys would switch. All right. Mm. And then it got so bad that like he just couldn't fulfill like teaching a new drummer or like these guys. I think he just got to his last strings already. Oh, I see. you know, and. Basically, we had a, I think it was a band competition or something <laughs> that we were supposed to do. <clears throat> and he calls me up and he says, bro, oh, I, ca- I, I got to cancel this. the show. Yeah, It was on top of Dave and Buster's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, the only person I was down was Willie was my bass, was the bass player, not my bass player. Later became my bass player. But mm-hmm. he, I was like, bro, since they canceled the show, like you down to do it? Like, cause he called me, he's like, unless you want to do it. That's what he told me. And I was like, yeah, I'll fucking do it. So I'm just calling people, no practice. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, it's just band competition, bro. Like, I've never even played with these people. And, like, it was all lower place. I think, like, parts of them was Kapu System. Oh, yeah. And, like, it was just, like, it was all mm-hmm. over the place. It was not, It was just like, bro, if you can back us up. And we just, like, did, like, three covers or something. I think, like, Augie T was the judge. But it, was, it wasn't supposed to be our show. But I was the birth of... The first culture nation, like oh, sheesh, and that's how it got into it. And then I, 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 not only that was the opportunity to start, but um, <laughs> I kind of inherited those same issues that he had, oh, like really? to where I would have subs all the time because my problem was I couldn't say no, mm. and then I would hunt, I would fucking. Bother everybody Oh that's true yeah. I would With bother drummers. The hustle was ready Oh I had so many I had yeah, So many drummers <laughs> It was hard But it was like I would Continuously Like yes mm-hmm. yes Like oh bro I Like what's up Good. You guys need anyone to play Like you know I'm not even thinking about business Just want the opportunity Right mm-hmm. Which people overplay The exposure Or whatever Right And it's just <laughs> It was I would I would have a chameleon band Yeah Every <laughs> single time <laughs> You know, yeah, Mai Tai would jump in sometimes. And yeah, sometimes that was one of those. Yeah, that was that era. Yeah, exactly. And it was just, I just kept saying yes, yes, yes. I don't care who plays. Like I'll, and, and I would go out of my way. It was, it was a lot of work. Mm. You know, I, I that kind of burned out a lot of my ambition. Unfortunately, mm. now I'm more calculated. You know, for me, it's it's not really an objective. I I kind of did everything I felt I could do. With trying to be a live band and make it. Mm, mm-hmm. Because in the end, I did all 
for the Culture Nation album was the first official release. I got so much underground. I had so much underground music back then mm-hmm. that I produced, but I'm such a perfectionist. It, to me, it's already flawed. I don't have the budget to get it professionally done. It's not professionally done. You know, I didn't. I just made. You know, you give me anything that makes it fucking any music or anything. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll make music out of it. Like any pitch, no, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was on that level and just make it, you know, do with what I have. And that was the, but I knew that. So when I did the Culture Nation, I was like, okay, I'm going to go to where Fiji them go to, you know, um, Wendell Ching, shout out to Wendell Ching. But like, you know, it's just, I did everything though. Like you look at my CD, it would say everything designed by Junior John. Because I didn't have a fucking budget, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was kind of. I went in there and did all the the foundations of the whole album, like right off the bat. And then mm. I was committed to finish fucking 11 songs. There's a lot of work, mm. you know, and it just it was just kind of heartbreaking in the end because, well, it's funny because it was a good timing, too. But it was kind of the end of the wave. What I feel. Mm-hmm. And because I was doing everything by myself, people didn't really know me in this world. And I didn't have any really team or support system to you know, help that. I was just doing everything myself. Mm-hmm. And the out of the 11 tracks on the album, you know, I think it was eight. Eight was played on the radio. Mm-hmm. All original, all me mixed, all me mastered. Mm-hmm. I got eight out of the eleven. 11. Yeah, right. And it was it wasn't heavy rotation. You know, some was more than others, but I got eight songs played of the album. I don't mm-hmm. know much people that can see that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but some have had rotation more than me. But I go and do after that album. I'm like, okay, it's not good enough, right? So I go and do the shit with Langa. And Fiji mm. and all this. Mm-hmm. Um, the song I did with Fiji, fucking not only worked with Langa, Fiji, but I sent this out to the Whalers. Oh, really? The Whalers. Oh. And I, they was going to do all the mix and master. I didn't really like that. Mm-hmm. So I still paid for it all. But I And I took the tracks that they'd added. And then I gave it to get mixed and mastered. By fucking Damian Marley and fucking um, Chronics. Last albums was mixed and mastered by the same guys. And that, and I had a cartoon made. Oh, really? $5,000. I put it out there, sorry. And that was actually a hookup. But <laughs> $5,000 for a fucking cartoon for the music video. Right? Now, I'm not going to oh, get into all the fucking... For one track, that's why when all these artists and stuff come in and like, you know what I mean? I'm willing to help, willing to do all that stuff, but how bad do you really want it? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I, I was doing it on an $8 an hour. I was working fucking security when I met you. Yeah. Right? $8 yeah. an hour. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't want to give you no overtime. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I was making do, and that life was ridiculously stupid. Mm-hmm. Right, it was just stupid. I was, it was no. That was not a life. It was ambition. 
But I was getting crushed every time, mm-hmm. you know. But I do those three songs, right? Mm. And none of them get played as much as the album. So you know what I mean? It doesn't really, it doesn't really fucking. There's the the mathematics of it all. It doesn't work as one main thing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I to me, because it's like my kids, right? If I had them in school, right, I, I got them homeschooling, but that's because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But if I had them school, I had them recording, I I had them released, I get the whole school fucking playing their friends, their classmates mm-hmm. in school. Then, boom, their cousins, their friends, their stuff, all of them, the age group. No other kids is going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Right? So they create this whole pump. Mm-hmm. Right Because people Tend to realize Like My kids watch A whole different YouTube Than we do mm-hmm. And they all watch The same YouTube All the kids Know exactly What they talking about mm-hmm. They watch This guy Play video games They know who this Toy review is But it's a, Those guys Is making money mm-hmm. The business On it Right So I know If I start them early Because for me Is I started I was I was just into martial arts. <laughs> mm. <laughs> that was it. Alo got me into them, the music. Now mm. I'd always been around it. Don't get me wrong. You know, my mom would show me on stage with like fucking twenty thousand people mm-hmm. in the damn stadium, and I'm three, four years old, and I got a damn, you know, I'm part of her show, right? So mm-hmm. I seen everything, but. I was never a great performer. I was a rebel on all that. So I just tell people, I was like, bro, I wasn't always a musician. They think they think I was Rasta or something. I was like, when did I ever tell you I was Rasta? <laughs> they go, oh, well, you sing all this Rasta stuff. I was like, yeah, but uh, you know, my object, my thing is, I'm Polynesian, and to be Rasta is to be yourself. That's that's what I think. Mm-hmm. I'm born what I was born. Everyone's born what they are. You know, my ancestors are part of the rope that I am of today. Mm-hmm. You know, Rastas come from a long history of s- slavery. And they ended up in Jamaica. All the rebels of all the slaves were sent to Jamaica as like a prison. And the Maroon tribe got away. They hid up in the mountains and they became the Rastas, the Nyabingi, the whole, all that stuff. So they heard about like Marcus Garvey, who's from the United States, who's prophesied from the Bible that a great king would come from Ethiopia, mm. a black king, to bring the slaves back. Okay? Now, he's an American. This is Martin Luther King's boy. Okay. Right? He, he comes to fruition with Haile Selassie. So now the Jamaicans are like, yay, we can go back to Africa, <laughs> right? Because that's what the prophecy is. But this mm. is an American guy that prophesies. The prophesies it. Rastas, but this is why what makes them Rasta is the full trial. That's their culture. Ethiopia is the first Christian nation. Like mm. all this stuff. That's, But that's their history. That's recent for them. Mm. While that was going on, my people were traveling the Pacific, finding these islands. And we were guided by 
I mean, for our languages to be the same, to I mean, it took forty years f- for Moses to go to one side, or oh, forty years for him to get to damn Egypt, then forty years to get to the Promised Land. So eighty years of traveling. Mm. You Google Map it; it's it's a two and a half day walk. As Google Maps mm. <clears throat> on foot, so eighty years. This is the guiding of their God. Now, I don't denounce nobody, but I don't like people denouncing my ancestors. Mm. To me, I don't believe my ancestors the way. We're in a new era. Mm. We're in a universal era. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not throwing you off the cliff. Yeah. That's not, not going to work. The old way is not going to work. You know what I mean? But we still represent who we are. It's, it's, it's like... it's. I always, even when I used to go to Christian churches and do all that, like t- to me, I, my whole concept that I would look at is like, bro, are you Christian or are you Christ-like? I like I prefer to be Christ-like, and Christ-like is actions. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't care what you believe in. Mm-hmm. If you're not a good person, you're not a good person. Don't even represent a religion because right. that's not even the religion's fault. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna even let you. You know what I mean? So, me, it's just. How I act But my ancestors Come with me And I You know That's just how we As Polynesians Have always lived And it goes inside You don't have to be religious To know about Aloha mm-hmm. I've been around the world Including Jerusalem Israel They don't have Aloha mm-hmm. Okay And I call it different Because everyone knows love But I've not been Too much places Where real love Has existed Aloha Exists You know mm-hmm. And you don't have to be religious Mm-hmm. And it's somehow we can have it both, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But the aloha is the action, and that's that's all I care about. You know what I mean? I don't judge nobody. No, like I don't. I don't believe in nothing. Mm-hmm. I I just feel. What plant are you? You know what I mean? Like we look at a tree that's dying, right? Mm-hmm. But it's leaves that's. Decomposing on the other tree And it starts killing that tree You know what I mean What tree are you Are you the tree that's gonna Start bringing life to it You know What's the flower you're gonna bloom Mm -hmm. You know You're gonna be the cancer You're gonna be The one that heals And Mm -hmm. you know And I think that's The best we can do Mm -hmm. You know It's like You're gonna feel different about A a sunset or a rose because of its religious beliefs, like mm. you know what I mean. You know, think about it. The beauty's there. It gives everybody the same feeling. You know, uh, I'm going on and on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you're right about it. Because I mean, this is the same thing I I told people. Just because someone says they're a Christian doesn't yeah. mean they're going to be a good person. Yeah. Um, you know, I've met, and I don't want. I'm not going to name people, but I, I've met <laughs> Christians where they they've been really. Terrible Ama- people. Oh, terrible, amazing. Some of the worst people. Some of the worst people ever. Some of the best, you know. With exactly. Them, but, but even on all sides. Gandhi yeah. is, Bob Marley, amazing. Yeah. I don't have to be, you know what I mean? I, I, I think he was right for what his ancestral lineage mm-hmm. and what he chose to fight for. Because mm-hmm. he was coming straight out of that environment. You know what I mean? We all have our own issues. And I, to me, I think that's more like Rasta. You know, like Bob said, keep your culture, don't be afraid of the vulture. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? 
Bob went to New Zealand. He went to a marae. He had, you know, the Maori, you know, tribe mm-hmm. came and did the haka. He had to. It was one of his best experiences that he put it in the video jamming. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he'd experienced culture. Like, you cannot come to our islands and our people and not feel the mana. Mm-hmm. And mana is not something that's around the world either. Mm-hmm. I mean, more or less people are like, oh, this place is creepy. <laughs> and if I go Chernobyl or something, <laughs> you know, like I'd be creeped out, right? I don't. Yeah. That's, I don't know if that's mana. <laughs> like yeah, Chernobyl is a different place. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like a ghost tower, like oh, this is got a wrong turn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> but uh, you know, not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but that you know. That's that's just one thing I think Hawaii in general provides the world and and I think that's almost something that even you know for anyone young coming up with ambition and stuff like that you know like I I really like if you can keep a home base here in Hawaii and somehow like everything's going to change I and 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 it's changed Mm-hmm. Mes- immensely like you know since m- my time here you know and that that's that's not gonna but you're just gonna be on the struggle you know it, and it creates it takes away the aloha like you know mm-hmm. I, I come a lot of people that originally had aloha when we had nothing and then it's like Nobody's able to help each other out in the end. And then it creates bitterness. Mm-hmm. And it's nobody's fault. It's nobody's. It's just, I can't help you. I'm struggling here too. We're just trying to stay afloat like everybody is. Mm-hmm. you know. But you really got to help yourself. You can't be trying to drag that person down. And really, we, we, can't be, we can't be relying on the locals for the income. Mm-hmm. And I, where I say is the supply and demand part is aloha is something we can offer the whole world, our whole lifestyle. They love it. Look at those shakas every mm-hmm. time. Shaka, oh, shaka. Yep. The whole UFC, that's like the slogan now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So we a bald guy that went like that, but now <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it's It's huge. <laughs> Like we, our culture is undeniable, mm-hmm. and it's a melting pot. Like the history of Hawaii is is unlike anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like to me, all this racial stuff with America, all these issues, is is because they didn't go through what we went through. See, like they're like, oh, I'm African American, I'm Asian American, I'm right, but they're creating the like, what is an American American? There's no white American. Like you know what I mean But there's mm-hmm. white America Like they talk about that But people mm-hmm. got it all Fucking wrong Like The whole white America Is old mm. White people don't come off the planes To move to America To join White America mm-hmm. They are now What they call Immigrants mm. So Russians All that We all All in this pool of immigrants The melting pot They just haven't melted together See for Hawaii They got 200 years of all these cultures working together. So now everybody's Hawaii, Chinese, Japanese, Filipino. We're proud of each culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And you, even guys, local, they're dark. And they'll say, oh, I'm Irish, German. Like, the, 
But they say that they hate howlers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but they're gonna say that pride. Like that's what America's not at yet. You know, mm-hmm. you go to other states; they're not. They're all different cultures. It's what they think is a melting pot. But the guy's black. That guy's Mexican. That guy's Chinese. That guy's Vietnamese. <laughs> like, yeah. They're not even coinciding together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In Hawaii, it's like, oh, I'm. Everybody's a melting Some, pot. something, yeah, yeah, and and that's what the future of the world holds. Mm-hmm. That's all Western thoughts, all these labels. Mm. That's it. It's all. It's all. It's just a way to divide no matter, mm-hmm. and it's all rubbish. Mm-hmm. Every our people navigated. We went through islands with people on it. We bred with them. You know, there's a mm-hmm. whole pool of Micronesian, Melanesian. And Polynesian, they they have history together. They're all mixed. You mm-hmm. know, there's no such thing. And they came from Southeast Asia. And you're talking three thousand BC. So we're all an evolving, and you know, we we move on. Like we we, my kids are have you know four main cultures, and you know, I'm my mom's Maori, my dad's Scottish. You know, and my kids are Maori, Scottish, black, and Samoan. Like, that's their four right there. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? But when they have kids, you know, all that stuff doesn't even matter. Yeah. Because one day we're just going to be these good-looking human beings. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and that's... And when when everyone's thinking America's fucked up, at least America's having the conversation. Mm. <clears throat> you know, we... It, <sighs> Like, I tell people, like, Michael Jordan is such a, like, Michael Jordan, Michael Jackson, Mike Tyson. It's really not too many three people that's any huger to come out of America. And they're all black. You know what I mean? That's the American dream. Mm -hmm. This is why immigrants come. This is, you know, this is why this, if they can do it, anybody can do it. That's exactly how anybody else feels besides white America. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that's, and like I said, white America's not recruiting. There's going to be a lot of, from the south of the border, that breeds into the cultures of America. There's going to be a lot more people that have Hispanic heritage on a base. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we have Chinese, we have Japanese. You know, there's a lot of that, a lot of Filipinos. Like, mm-hmm. even though they mix, we have high numbers of that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's what I think they're going to have. And everybody's just gonna be good looking people. That's what I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think like honestly. I think, you know, opposites attract. It's that's true too. You know? Mm-hmm. You're just gonna go with the same like, you know, <laughs> if I go somewhere where nobody looks like me mm-hmm. or nobody looks like you, you stick out. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get to Africa, they're gonna be like <gasps> like oh like you know, like they just if I touch you, like, you know, they just real? marvel, like, oh, you don't look like anybody I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, you know, when you go to places like that, it's it's like you're a treasure, like, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I just <laughs> going on a rant. <laughs> one of my rants, one of my rants. Okay, okay, well, um, I guess what a, what's a... What's something you want to talk about? Uh, you know, uh, I want to build off of that. You know, Hawaii is... That's great too, because I have a um, a show idea called Melting Pot, 
which is gonna be stationed in Hawaii. But I um <laughs> I'm gonna have to reveal that much later. But I have a script and everything. But yeah, you know the the thing about what makes Hawaii special, which is also why you know going back to the the music industry, why you know people, if you have a band that's playing every week, why nobody really goes to it is because it kind of dilutes in this melting pot. Yeah. Right. And um, and the thing is like when you get a band that has a style, right? That's in this melting pot, but then you take it out of the melting pot and you serve. You serve this bowl, right? This new bowl to people in, um, let's just say Ohio, for instance, right? They're gonna listen to this and they're gonna be like, they're gonna listen to blue lights flashing and they're gonna be like, "Oh, what the fuck is this?" Yeah. You know, um, and then they're gonna try to find some kind of relation to it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, blue lights flashing—that's a perfect example of like, "Holy crap!" The cops. I I totally get what you guys are yeah. talking about. Um, but then, you know, of course, people here, they're going to hear that. And they're going to go, wow, yeah, I understand that. But the reason why they don't go every week is because it's like, okay, now it's now it's kind of diluted with everything else. And we were talking about it earlier with even um, rappers. You know, the whole, um, all these southern rappers just kind of, th- that whole, that there's no East Coast, West Coast vibes anymore yeah, it's, it's not really. everything just kind of unless they're trying to unless they're trying to yeah but everything kind of diluted into this whole um trap south right and um and there's there's guys over here that i you know i hear really making some like new styles you know there's guys like uh <laughs> i'll shout out i'll shout out his name aries j who's uh he's from kailua he's a rapper shout um, out to aries j yep, great friend of mine um there's sans funny thing about him his name is uh sterling higa he's he's a i think i've heard of him he's a um a teacher okay. uh, let me let me get my factory he he can correct me if i'm wrong if later on somewhere but um you know he he does stuff with like political you know he he does um he's very knowledgeable in politics right and um he does like he did political analysis for my friend um aaron but he he well when they when they interviewed like mayors and stuff like that. But um, you know he's creating his own style here too. So there's like Sands, but then his style is more, um, and it's it's becoming more of a it, it it is starting to become more diluted in the culture because people are hearing like kind of this smooth beat and then mixing it with kind of this rap style. So they 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 hear like stuff like um, I'm trying to think of like a. Not trap music, but it's 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 kind of a, along that line, like chill beats, you know. And then you add in rap, and then people are starting to to jive with that, right? And that's starting to become yeah. part of the melting pot too. So it's like that evolution of music, right? Especially here, you know, with a uh, local reggae music, you know, like you were saying before, ten years ago, that was birthday bash, right? You get you have. um the headliners, right? Catch a fire was at the end. Everybody came, you know. Yeah. Everybody was jamming to that, and then the Back lineup. Then it was like Ecolu right? natural the show. vibes. They could close a show. Yeah, they could close a show, but then now it's like it's different because, um, and I don't want to say people have become used to it or complacent to kind of that that style. Like they're just kind of like, oh, it, it works. It's a formula that works, and then over time, people are like. Okay, there's a lot, you know. There's a lot that goes involved with that lifestyle because it's right. like 
everybody, if <clears throat> if we're going off of back in those days, we're locals. Because mm-hmm. the tourists weren't going to Waikiki Shack. Oh, yeah. To see Kolu. Mm-hmm. Right? So all the locals would come out, right? But you got to tell me about, that was a crazy time. Mm-hmm. Like, the first birthday bash wasn't like when, you know, the, the fucking... 15th birthday bash Was You know what Mm -hmm. I mean Like it just It it went crazy At Mm -hmm. one point You know what I mean Now It's the major Raja Which is basically The same idea But now you got International You Mm -hmm. got to Right And Like I went to that I went to that show With the Tribal Seeds Did Mm -hmm. And even still Pulse And it was kind of empty You know what I mean And that was the main Act Mm -hmm. And it was you know, like, so now that's the business problem, right? So now, mm-hmm. of course, people are going to just change. Oh, wow. It was some windy over here. <laughs> but, you know, the um, the thing was, that's definitely, obviously, what's going on. But, you know, you, with that amount of, let's go to the major rages, a two-night thing, right? Mm-hmm. Think about how many DUIs going on that <laughs> night, <laughs> right? So now you're not going to go out again. Then think about, it, you got to get daycare. You got to do all that. Oh, yeah. You know, think about. Now your your friend's band's not playing anymore, mm-hmm. you know. And then you think about the younger generation coming up is over the older generation's local reggae, mm-hmm. and then now they like to cause like fuck go why and I, I don't hear anybody playing fucking pohaku, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't hear people playing kouka. Oh, ten years ago, yeah, yeah, but everyone's playing this. You know, trap stuff. This is like, and you know, and they they, they do the the fucking heavy reverb sound in the back. Oh yeah. But you know, it's like the culture is not even. There's no culture what it was. Mm-hmm. It used to be Jawan. It used to be reggae, and now it's just kind of noise at this point now. <laughs> no, I mean really, like it. It's just. Kind of like static noise in the background. Everything just kind of yeah. goes together. It's, it's very. It's funny because it's it's so it's so obvious where they're saying that this is the route. Like when mm-hmm. you hear these new artists that do get played, it's like oh, that's definitely how it's supposed to be done, mm-hmm. right? But even for them, like <laughs> no 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 like you know no offense to like people like Fia and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Because he's doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Right, but he's probably getting way more love outside of Hawaii. Mm. Everybody's playing his stuff, mm-hmm. like Lico Jordy right now. But you know how how full the shows in Hawaii, mm-hmm. right? He's huge in Hawaii. If he doesn't know it, yes, mm-hmm. Marcus, good bro of mine. He's. Musically as an artist He's huge In a way He's a household name Okay mm-hmm. But He's probably not Filling the seats mm-hmm. Because Fuck I like stay home With my family mm-hmm. You know what I mean mm-hmm. I like I don't like Get a DUI mm-hmm. I don't like Have to get daycare Hopefully I don't drink too much Have a great time Because my friend's Jamming on stage mm-hmm. And then Oh I fight with my old lady Or You know what I mean yeah. Think about Oh this this girl went talk to me and my, my old lady came and false crack her like and then now cause all this trauma <laughs> or this guy went talk to my chick and now I'm fighting all his boys getting mobbed yeah. like this is like 
this was happening. You know, this happens. Mm-hmm. Why risk that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to support him from a distance, right? But if if he was to go to damn the voice, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, bro, you hear Marcus is on the voice. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, bro. I'm so proud of him, bro. They're they going to vote because they can stay at home. They can vote. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to call up. Blah, 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 that's all good. Oh, there's no voice in Hawaii. Oh, bro. Hey, bro, my cousin, cousin, who cuz? Yeah, yeah, what time is it over there in Las Vegas, bro? Fuck, can you, can you go vote for my brother Marcus because they're not letting Hawaii go? You know what I mean? Or something. Mm-hmm. But we, that's how, that's, that's when we will, right? Mm-hmm. Coming out, putting your friends, and they spending their money every weekend, and they got to go work all week. Hawaii mm-hmm. life is rough. Mm-hmm. Not only for the artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if we love the local community, we need to realize that. Mm-hmm. And we need to take lead. We need to make barriers. Stop getting mad. Mm-hmm. When you see someone else, stop hating. You can hate. Please, by all means, if anybody's tuning in, hate, please. Because <laughs> you guys are probably the biggest marketing team that can possibly be. Mm-hmm. You guys working for free. Mm-hmm. You guys marketing. <laughs> From, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. please hate. Mm-hmm. I would love it. If I say something wrong that gets you butt hurt, fucking make a whole thing about it. <laughs> Whatever, right? Because yeah. you're only going to mm-hmm. blow up my podcast, mm-hmm. right? I'm not trying to. I'm just going to be real and say what's coming on my head. But in the end, like, that's the marketing team. But you guys are trying to, there's enough bread for everybody. But the problem is, there's no bread here in Hawaii for us. Yeah. Like, Maoli is doing all this country. Go get your ass to Nashville right now. Oh, yeah. Go pump that shit. Mm-hmm. Get them. You fucking got a beautiful voice. Yeah. They don't got that. They got country over there. They ain't got fucking that voice. Mm-hmm. You can make it famous. They might make that the new sound of country. Right. And then now all these Hawaiian country, Craig A, whatever the fuck, <laughs> gonna go up there. Craig A. And, and reap. Fucking all the benefits You know what I mean mm-hmm. Fuck that's what I would tell Maoli like, Yeah cause every- they're gonna jam to it You know what I mean It's Bro. a new style Yes Right But, but then over here Fucking go to that market Yeah Go to the guys that's buying those shit Yeah exactly Cause Hawaii's not buying nobody's mm-hmm. well, I don't care Rap, reggae, fucking we, We're not buying none of that mm-hmm. Walmart stop fucking The only thing is Hawaiian music right now That's the only thing going on for Hawaii now Cause it's full circle now mm. Nobody does it so if you're doing it, you're getting on jobs. So now you're getting the real money is from because I was doing I was a tour guide. Mm. That's where my mind would change. I don't know. Oh, cuz I'm making fucking four to five hundred dollars a day mm-hmm. doing this just to pay my band for do the exposure mm. at my ties, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. But I was losing money <laughs> just doing a fucking show. <laughs> okay, so what business is that either? Mm. And Mai Tai's is packed, but Mai Tai's was packed, regardless mm. if I'm there or not. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course, I should have been paid more, or my band should have been paid more, based on what we provided the mm-hmm. crowd that you did. And fucking, bro. And I'm who sorry. knows if any of those people remember? $500 for three hours. Oh, really? I'm the only lead singer that was in the band now. And I don't wail soft. And I'm saying, like, I'm fucking screaming <laughs> for three hours. 
It's packed. Okay? You cannot fucking fit any more people in this damn place. And just the people in my band, like, one person on my band, I remember their, their checks after the three hour show supporting would be over two hundred dollars. Okay, you paying us five hundred dollars. Okay, I got, I brought it down to six people in the band with horns, six people in the oh, band. Wow. <laughs> okay, and they paying check, so I get them two weeks later. Okay, I gotta pay everybody hundred. Like. We had a lucky because me and my ex and the other two was a couple. But <laughs> they they we took 100, they took 100. So we split. So out of four people, the other two. Oh, oh for a three-hour set. Right, three-hour set. Wow. Packed. Okay. Wow. Just one of my friend's tables bill was over $200, and it's packed. And it's just one person. Imagine... Other person in the band, how much they spending for three hours of drinking and mm. eating and mm-hmm. the whole family, right? We should be paid way more, mm-hmm. right? But that's why I had to stop it. Mm. So I'm working all week just to give my band the check. I mean, the cash, right? Mm-hmm. I'm getting taxed, mm. but I'm not getting taxed on the check. When tax return comes, so I'm getting paid five hundred dollars every <laughs> show. They would have us play four, four weekend slots a month oh, sometimes. Really? No. Like, <laughs> it's packed. It's insane. And like, they, they were using us up. And I asked for a little bit more money. I was like, fuck, seven twenty five. Three hours show, bro. I'm busting my ass. I ain't fucking sitting there like a fat fuck. Fucking... Singing Inside yeah, voice For three hours set man. Yeah That's crazy That's bullshit yeah. Right But it was packed The best It was It was when It was the show That everybody saw You know what I mean And yeah. people would come From around the world Right But I would do tours Just me with a Fucking ukulele Singing Ooh <laughs> Bro All around the world Same fucking song Every day I don't care I end the sh- I end the damn Tour with that mm. Like I do songs in between But probably three songs bro. Four to five hundred dollars Cash in my hands Every day I don't have to pay nobody mm. mm-hmm. And I'm getting paid hourly The fuck What am I doing mm-hmm. I'm making money off of the tourists See that's when I switched I'm like what am I doing So I started doing shows When I was getting that kind of money mm-hmm. I was doing shows I didn't mind as much But the problem with the Mai Tais was The fucking tax return after mm. I'm like Holy shit How much do I owe? Mm. Bro I freaked out bro I stayed fucking I'm like I'm done <laughs> Cause that's That was ridiculous And it's packed It's not like people leaving People leave Left On plenty bands That played on the weekends But they never like pay There was no reason Not to pay good Yeah at least I mean, a grand if you if you're gonna have a packed house like that for a three hours set at least you know pack for three out packed you know what I mean how much money can you you know what I mean? we're not stupid I mean maybe if they did five hundred then it would be hour half set maybe hour but yeah. why why but why? why am I gonna <laughs> go over there I gotta pay daycare mm. 
I gotta go up all those fucking stairs to put all our damn equipment up there mm-hmm. for six people in the band for one hour, and you can and and we're not getting a hundred each. Mm-hmm. Really, mm. my one keyboard is was close to four grand, broke at my ties. Do I get paid for that? Oh, uh, jeez, fucking drunk motherfucker. Thinks it's funny Drops the whole fucking Picture All over my damn pedals Do I get paid for that? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? It's brutal That's the kind But that's what we're dealing with Little on the um, Countless amount of fucking hours We practicing And and this is why Artists are bitter here mm. We mad at each other mm. We mad at each other Like I, So I tell motherfuckers Like Stop going to your damn idol. Stop going to the artist that you think is the shit and expecting him to not only give you approval, but to fucking do something for you. He is not happy with him. Mm-hmm. I've talked. I, I don't like dropping names, but in my opinion, <laughs> when I was doing reggae, who I saw at the top, I like I wish I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I was on as successful as them. I've been in the room with them. I've had talks with them. And they bitter as fuck with the industry. Mm. They feel like they are all getting screwed mm-hmm. at the top. You can come up with the names yourself. But it doesn't matter. I've mm-hmm. been, I talked to them. They bitter. They're not getting enough media. They're not getting enough pay. They're not getting enough gigs. They're not getting like enough pay on the radio. They're not getting the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They the all feel that. All of them. Go to the top. Work your way down. So we go over there to them. And we're all, our hopes are up. Oh, my God, I'm here with fucking video. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not, it's nothing personal stuff. Like, it's not nothing. In, I never had this problem with Fiji or expected it. I know how it is. But more and more, you know, you just got to understand that that's what it is. It's a, if you take it, if you fucking, it's like this. Grab Fiji. And grab LeBron James, put him in the room. <laughs> right? Fiji's not trying to be a fucking... Or or Fiji and Troy Polamalu. Mm-hmm. Right? Now you put Troy Polamalu and fucking Junior Seau in the same room. Mm. Right? Now you got a little bit of fucking... I'm better than you. Like, you see what I mean? Now yeah. they're in their field, right? But now you get Fiji and Troy Polamalu. They all self-respect. Mm-hmm. Because you in your field, I'm in my field. Now they feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Right, I have this whole theory that no matter how successful you are, you're gonna end up in the same room. But there's never room for two of you. Mm. So you're gonna have like Michael Jordan, you're gonna have Michael Jackson, you're gonna have fucking John F. Kennedy, you're gonna have Marilyn Monroe, you're gonna have all in this all damn in room, mm-hmm. right? But they're not. None of them do the same. But they feel comfortable now because mm. they really, when they're around somebody that's like. In their industry, like, they got to act some kind of way, like, that they're greater. But it's a fake persona. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of a fucking defense mechanism. It's like, yeah, just leave me the fuck alone. Like, I don't know. I don't want to listen to your demo. No, I don't want to fucking. Yeah, the insecurity. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, oh, can you just please talk to me? And then they get all butthurt. You know what I mean? That's what they say. Never fucking <laughs> meet your idols. And that's, you know, that's just like, 
No, it's just it's it it goes across the board like that, mm-hmm. and that's why I tell people like just fucking it. Like I learned this, like I wish I could have had the band and support to have on the same page, but I was always by myself. In the end, mm-hmm. you know, Culture Nation was me. I just wanted to make it a band mm-hmm. sound. Like I now don't get me. I didn't play everything, mm-hmm. but I funded everything. I did all the work. I did all the vision. I didn't, nobody, nobody contributed other than, and like I would have to figure out like drum parts and bass parts and, and at least have my shit unless they came up with something too. But it was mm-hmm. on the fly. We didn't have time to practice. We never fucking practiced. <laughs> the shows were the practices. Like sure. that was it. Yeah. And we got fucking tight, but we never practiced. I didn't mm-hmm. have time. I didn't, I didn't have time. I didn't want to waste anybody's time. Mm-hmm. And we're not getting paid jack shit at the show. Mm. So what the fuck am I doing all this <laughs> practicing for? Mm. You know what I mean? So it's just bad. It was bad business all around. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's just, i just trying to, you know, try to get people to kind of understand that. Stop, you know, stop. If you're trying to come up, like, you know, come up. Make product. You need product. Mm-hmm. You need, you need something. Like this, this is why I'm doing this. It's been a long time doing it. I'm, f- damn, we're an hour and a half into it. Damn, <laughs> right? But thank you, man. Because like, you know, it's it's this why I thought of you first. Because like, I needed somebody. There's there's not much people that like you can have these dreams and this ambition, but it's like nobody's on the same page. Mm-hmm. They always have some kind of other, but nobody's doing it. Like no. And then it's like, oh, bro, this podcast would be a great idea. Like, like they came up with it. Like, I've been <laughs> over here, but I, you know what I mean? But when you you don't get the support system, mm-hmm. it's hard for you to do it. Mm-hmm. You, you're like the crazy guy in the fucking room. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody talks, oh, Albert Einstein is a fucking genius. He's so smart. Try If you were in the damn room with him, you know how fucking crazy he would go? Because <laughs> nobody thinks like him. You know what I mean? And if he starts talking about... Theories and what he's thinking about And what kind of equations Has come to mind Like you're gonna be like Oh that dude's crazy Like you know what I mean He's fucking nuts And that's That's what you feel like That's what I felt like You know Mm. Doing this And I just always encourage people Just You know Just think of it all Like look at it It's not These idols Or these guys That Are on top Are not It's not that far They're human yeah, you know, there's, there are gatekeepers. They're not gatekeepers. Mm. They're trying to get. They're trying to find the gatekeepers. Mm. You know what I mean? They're trying to, and that's it. It's all you can do. Represent Hawaii. Go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Go, just go. Just start playing acoustic. Yeah, we have so much talent that, and we sound so good just behind one fucking guitar. That if you go there, you'd set up a whole fucking tour. Easy. <laughs> Yeah, you come there with the merchandise. You come there with get you get somebody bring out a half, okay? You just do acoustic shows around. Mm-hmm. Go with a fucking book. Get everybody's email. Mm-hmm. Every show you do, get their number, their information. Your girlfriend can do it. Why are you doing the damn show? Mm-hmm. Okay, you two power couple. Boom, right? Get their information. Get them. Get them a get a card that has all your fucking social media information or. 
There's ways that I believe you can just they can, you know, look at the see I don't know enough about technology enough <laughs> to but what is it called? That fucking that little scanner thing. Oh, like a QR code thing? Yeah. Uh. But you can do it and it just pops everything up. Yeah. You just have to be prepared like that. And you need merchandise, you need product, you need to flood them. Mm-hmm. Like, even for me, right? We're doing this podcast, right? I want people to come on, right? But there has to be stuff. They can't just come on like, oh, one picture. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've got to fucking up it up. Like, if I'm going to bring, try and attract people on to my page or anything, mm-hmm. I've got to have something there mm-hmm. that creates more. It could be anything. Just fucking... Just make product. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And me, I have these problems too. Like, I'm such a perfectionist. It's never good enough. I always want to be better, you know? Mm-hmm. But I always, you know, like, people people say this. I forget. If you reach for the moon, you'll... No, if you, you aim for the moon, you reach the stars. That don't make no damn sense to me. Well, I, think it's, I think it's if you, if you aim for the moon... At least you'll fall among the st- amongst the stars. Yeah, that doesn't make no damn sense. Yeah, I don't know about that. To me, is if you fucking aim for the stars, you'll reach the moon. Cause there are no stars between us and the moon. <laughs> so, but you know, that's just my scientific mind. Yeah, in talking. other words, just I mean, and, but yeah, no, but that's why. Yeah. So I look at them international. Like I've never, I've I've always been like that. When I did MMA, all my friends, <laughs> I was like, bro, we we can beat the champs of the UFC. Like they. They couldn't, mm-hmm. they could never, you know what I mean? Because we stuck in that small, oh, we as international as can be. You know why? Because they come over here. Everybody, mm. the whole world comes here. We have, being a tour guide, I've seen people all around the world, all different cultures. They come here. Like, my whole talking has changed, you know, because... I'm better at talking to anybody now. Mm. Like, I don't have to, you know, pigeon. I, like, you know, I'll put it on because I was my young, right? But it's, you have to be able to communicate. That's the goal. Why learn English if you're not going to communicate, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to fucking not be able to communicate to everybody. So <laughs> that's, you know, but it. I learned, I learned a lot about people from all around the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we all know. That's one thing. Hawaii, what's the first question? Where are you from? Oh, I'm from fucking Louisiana. Or, or what school you go to. Huh? Or what oh, yeah. Well, that's if you're getting local. If you're going local. Right? But if you're not, then it's like, oh, Louisiana. Okay, what are you? Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. now we we don't know Louisiana. Yeah. Unless we're going to talk about a football team or something <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But other than that, then it's like, what are you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm... I'm actually um, El Salvadorian and fucking yeah. German. I don't know, mm-hmm. some a bunch of stuff, right? But it's like, oh, I'm part German too. Like, you know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. just find ways to, you know, relate. Mm-hmm. And we we talk to visitors. We actually love talking to visitors more than I think people realize. Like, <laughs> everything, oh, Hawaii's racist. And, you know, we're not racist. Okay. We hate all races equally. Okay. <laughs> There's no racism in that. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about melting pot. Um, yeah. I want to talk about yeah that, and I'll and I'll end off with that. But even with product, I want to tell people about you know 
doing a podcast, right? Or or yeah, even please. doing any kind. Because like um when doing my podcast, I never thought I would get to a point where I'm talking to Chris Styles or I'm yeah, or I was interviewing the mayor candidates, right? <laughs> or even and and none of these were like I asked them to. I never I I never like reached out to like Chris Styles was like like oh you want to you want to do a podcast. It was more he noticed me because I was putting out the product. Yeah. And it was it was just something that was and then he said, "Hey, you know, why don't we why don't we get together?" And I said, "Yeah, would you, would you want to do a podcast?" Th- then that's when I asked. And then and then we organized it or even the mayor candidates were um it was offered to me. You know, someone someone one of my friends was a marketing um agent for um one of the candidates and i told her i wasn't i didn't want to do it because i don't want to be political or anything but because if i'm gonna do this political thing i have to i have to leave it out for everyone right at that point um i think the pandemic really did help too because you know everybody's at home there's not a lot of media going around for yeah political stuff like that interviews um and i'll 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 segue into doing politics uh, political stuff after just, just just so if people did podcast then you know just things to keep aware of um but but the thing is like for products and stuff like that yeah you know a lot of these people that are doing podcasts maybe some guy will do podcasts for two three years whatever yeah they, 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 people might look at mine they go hey you're a pioneer or whatever and i tell people don't look at that don't look at the time history don't look at any of that just just do it, yeah. you know. Just put out something, and um, and for me, I I'm really supportive of people that are just creating stuff, you know, doing something different, right? Because we need that. We need that kind of diversity here in Hawaii. We we need. That's why Hawaii is special because of the diversity that we can translate to the rest of the world. But some people don't. They don't see that. Oh, they, yeah. they, so they're stuck in their own silos, right? Um, this, which is why I know a bunch of podcasters, but none of them really know each other, wow. Be, because um, it, it's th- there's that mentality, right? You, yeah. People in the same field, they don't want to. Yeah, you know, birds this, of a flock don't want to flock together, right? It's it's a but we are in a this is a unique industry that it can actually expand us. Yeah, all yeah, it can, and it, it, what it takes is it it. You just have to go out and you just have to reach out to people. Or even like, and I, I always leave it open for even podcasters too. If they want to message me or whatever, I'm always open to talking, even helping them to figure out ideas, concepts for their podcast, right? And I don't charge. special. And I don't, I, don't, I, don't charge, I don't charge people because I believe that if if they're growing a scene here, then then I think everybody will will benefit because then yeah. you look at you look at internationally right they're gonna say hey there's something going on Hawaii. there's some there's a group of people there's podcasters there we just didn't tap into it yet and then they're gonna find out all these different people and then everybody else benefits from that right but some people don't see it that way yeah which is which is fine you know but i i think that um that it, it will help out that now i'll segue into the political stuff because i um i i do see you know podcasters getting into politics and stuff like that you know my opinion for that is 
try to stay as unbiased as possible, right? Um, even for me, when I was interviewing some, pol- you know, um, politicians, you know, I I had a bias, but I didn't show that, right? And it's because, um, you know, people are so, I don't want to say sensitive. You know, yeah. they're not they're, they're not sensitive. They're stuck in their ways. They're, they're stuck in their ways, and and they have opinions, right? Yes. Yeah. So for me, I think it's for politics. It's sensitive, but we just have to respect everybody, and I, that, I think that's where. Um, that's where people lose sight of it. They they just have to learn to respect everyone. Yeah, and especially for um, and and my podcast was founded on foundations of everybody's at the same level, right? You go you go into an interview, everybody's at the same level. There's no there's no like oh I'm a, I'm a state senator or I'm I'm a podcaster that's been yeah. a podcaster for two years. Everybody's at um, yeah seniority I'm, kind. Yeah, I, I'm Gavin. Yep. This is John. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. Why. And and I think that's where people lose sight of, especially now. You know what I mean? Because th- there's there's maybe some kind of hierarchy thing. I don't know. It's, I see it. It's strange. I think like that's kind of though. I think that's something that's from the old school. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I used to remember like uncles just talking. <laughs> to me, it's got to be rubbish. <laughs> like oh I grabbed this guy And he flew to the other side of the earth yeah. And it's all but There's no cameras right There's no, no proof There's no, no Google right mm-hmm. So mo- we went through a generation That like Our generation's mm-hmm. Google facting these motherfuckers Because they They didn't have yeah. Google And then it's like Is that true <laughs> Like I'm gonna ask Uncle Google real quick And then okay, And it's like See Like you know what I mean But we're that generation now We It, it came in you know what I mean? Like, Justin, our, and we're nothing compared to people that are younger than us. Mm-hmm. Or you're younger than me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What class are you? 2010. 2005 years. Yeah. yeah. I just aged myself. And- <laughs> Sorry. No, right. I'm younger I'm than him. Good. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, <laughs> no, that, but that's the, um, shit. I just got lost. It's the mentality. You know what I mean? Like, you know, with, um, and, and, and it's the difference in era, right? The timing now, yeah. especially because, um, technology is, I mean, we could do stuff like this. We could do podcasts now, which is beautiful. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, back then it's like we had to take for granted the news that was, was provided for us, the media that was yeah. provided for us. We had to take that in as this is the only thing, right? We didn't have stuff like this. But now that we do, now people are looking at different avenues, which is dangerous too, because they might be taking something that's fact when it's coming from somebody that's not qualified to tell it. Yeah, and and then but they, you know that's why the the amount see like Joe Rogan, I feel he laid the foundation mm-hmm. because he when he started, he kind of did interviewed people that he was comfortable with, mm-hmm. like comedians, yep. to MMA fighters. And then he started getting into like you know scientists or like mm-hmm. things, but it kind of coincided to where he. Did. Then he started taking it because he would get aggressive when yeah. he get in an argument. You know what I mean? He was kind of the like his his whole podcast was a zero bullshit. Like mm-hmm. you're not coming. Like the media was set up this way. Mm-hmm. Either the media's agenda is to promote you. Or the media's agenda to get fucking views, 
because of the the crazy interview. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, so um, what does your wife think about you raping that girl? Fucking mm. that you're getting accused of. Or like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know. And then I'm just, oh my god, right? Clickbait, mm-hmm. right? We're in the clickbait era, mm-hmm. you know. And and now social media, it's like, oh, you know, Trump just. Uh, <laughs> Got caught, you know, with um, <laughs> dead bodies dumped in the back of the White House. Like, you know what I mean? Click. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like or anything. It's like that will get you. And it could be just a fucking ad for your podcast now. Like, mm. like people know the power of it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's just the <coughs> it's just the whole, um, you know, with that being said, like, you know how you kind of stated, like, that, you know, especially now people have a hard time with this. But no, it's because there's just now avenues where that bullshit gets called out quick. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. people think the, the whole Black Lives Matter and they're getting shot and stuff, mm-hmm. right? But the way I look at it is the amount of people that have phones with cameras on them now mm-hmm. and the amount of opportunity that you could catch... Cops shooting innocent black people mm-hmm. is way higher than it was fucking before we had these cell phones. Mm-hmm. Right? So the opportunity is at the highest and a guarantee. And the cops have the body cams now. Mm-hmm. Right? We only saw that shit on the show cops. Mm-hmm. They had the control. That's the media. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't look bad. Did you ever see a cop shoot a black person on the show cops? Mm-hmm. It probably did mm-hmm. Probably fucking not on the show mm-hmm. But they controlled the media mm-hmm. Right so now We're talking 1991 With fucking Rodney King mm-hmm. With a fucking 8 millimeter Fucking camcorder <laughs> yeah. Captured finally Like you know mm-hmm. and that's a long time ago Bro that's fucking four, uh, 30 years Almost 30 years ago mm-hmm. Right and Right now, with the amount of footage that keeps getting captured every year, like, the amount that would have been was probably fucking 100 times worse. Mm-hmm. And so, like, with this, with the podcast, you, these what Joe Rogan has stated, pl- planted, like, people have their Google set up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I don't, we don't have a conversation like that because, to me, and like I said, Joe Rogan created that foundation. I don't know shit. Mm. And you don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows shit. Nope. You know what I mean? Like we're just repeating what the fuck we heard. Mm. <laughs> like yeah, I don't know shit. Exactly. I'll say shit. I'll talk shit. I'm very theory orientated. Like if it makes sense to me, you know what I mean. But I'll hear anybody out. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm about uniting. Mm-hmm. Like regardless, we should be able to have these conversations. Yep. Like when people, you know, get talk about religion and then they would they get violent with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you voted for Trump. Like people wanted to <laughs> attack people in the street. Mm-hmm. R- really? You're making martyrs. You're making that person even be more of a. You're like n- he just you just beat him up for voting for that president. <laughs> now you made him him. And if he has kids to hate all you guys. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? You're starting. You're you're planting seeds when you take those routes. Mm-hmm. 
But some people just are stuck in their ways. Mm-hmm. And you should you should understand when people do not want to change. Don't fucking talk to somebody that's in the military and in the infantry about who the fuck should be president. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the guy was front line, did fucking four tours in Afghanistan and Iraq. You really think he's going to be a fucking open-minded person no. on... Mm-hmm. Bro, he's, he's fucking... That's like last priority. Mm-hmm. People end up in jail before they end up taking that route. Yeah, You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, he... Bro, his job is not the fuck... You know, my friend's dad's a cop. And they Hawaiian. And he's like, bro, fuck him. He's like, fucking... He, he's like... He's like, bro, if I saw... If I saw those Hawaiians coming to Mauna Kea, I'd, I'd probably... He's like, fucking... They, and they never like, listen, bro, I'd probably shoot them. Right? And like, the son's like, bro, fucking... Bro, you Hawaiian? What the fuck? Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But he's on cop. That's his fucking job. Mm-hmm. His life's on the line. That guy's life's going first before his. Because mm-hmm. he's in a job where he might lose his. Mm-hmm. Right? That's fucking... You want to have an opinion with that person. Or you won't even have the conversation with him. Mm. You're not going to... Un- you're never going to unify. Just know that that's, that's the fucking boundary that he does not want to go. Mm-hmm. And you don't... Have to be agree to disagree. There's no, you don't have to debate. Mm-hmm. You find plenty other ways to, you know what I mean. Just get off that subject. That's that's how he looks at it. That's how he's stuck. But that's the older generation. He should be able to hear everybody out mm-hmm. because that's one of the big problems. See, everyone keeps it all in, pan up. Mm. All these points, nobody fucking. All these guys, they don't know. They don't know. Like really. Like, you really think the president, you really feel that there's been a huge difference since Obama and Trump. Like, literally, in your life. Mm -hmm. Because I don't have enough hours in the day to do my own life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You think one guy is going to be able to be responsible for all 50 states, every problem, every... The guy is probably barely finding time to sleep because they're getting up. You got to come out and talk to... These people, that's all they do. That's really their job. We need somebody to point the finger at. That's it. Or to talk to. Or mm-hmm. they, That's what his job is. That's it. Obama was the best at the job. Mm-hmm. He can read the fucking teleprompter and it seemed real. Mm-hmm. Like, Trump can't even have, I don't even think, a successful podcast if he <laughs> tried. Because he, he, ta- he talks like a businessman. He talks like the CEO, like corporates coming down, you know, to your job. Mm. Everyone be good Everyone smiles at the CEO guy From the mainland That's over here Just to play golf At Colina or something <laughs> And he's just here For his Hawaii trip With his kids Really what's going on But he's just got to show face To the company And then They're having a fucking uh, conve- At the convention center Or whatever mm-hmm. Right Everyone kisses his ass That's what Trump was He just come out Everything's going good Numbers are high it's fucking <laughs> You guys are doing a great job Looks like we're going to be Fucking doing this stuff Right And the guy was like Yeah and then when he leaves, like, oh, my God, brah, I think he likes me. And, like, everyone's all, like, fucking kiss ass, kiss ass. And then they're mad at their fucking boss that's close, right? Which is, be like a mayor mm. or a governor or, you know what I mean, mm. or a senator or, like, working your way up. But you really think that guy at the highest level is has enough hours in the day. Like, it's like, it's like if you're pro-Trump, oh, Trump did this for us, right? If you're against Trump, Trump... Did that to us Like mm-hmm. 
where's the line go? You know what I mean? Like, we got stimulus check. You know how good I think Obama was at his job? We probably wouldn't have gotten a stimulus check. Mm. We probably wouldn't have got all this extra unemployment. That's how good Obama was at his job. Mm. You see what I mean when I'm saying mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. Like, we would have put up with the struggle for Obama. And even if he tried to done it, probably the media would be like, oh, Republicans in the House are not supporting his policy, <laughs> so he can't even get the stimulus check out. Oh, fuck. Fucking the damn Republicans are always doing that. And fucking, you know what I mean? And now yeah. we're just bickering, but we just deal with it. Mm-hmm. That's how good Obama was at his job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. But Trump got the fucking stimulus check. Nobody, I never saw one person thank him. <laughs> right? But I don't really think any one of them is responsible for any of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the fact is, that happened. Nobody said nothing. Yeah. Like, I didn't vote. I have no. I, I cannot complain I don't want to It's always the ones that Fucking don't vote That complain But I'm an immigrant Like I don't care Like mm. I'm I'm not gonna panic When really All I have to do work I have to adapt mm-hmm. And The president And me The connection Is so far Fucking fetched Even me and the mayor Is so far From being connected Or f- me being affected By that mm-hmm. That if we're just fucking like just panicking, causing havoc at a low place, like bro, like it's really not that big of an effect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To us, to really be, I don't know, just hoping this whole thing shuts down. Like you know, it's it's just. I mean, that's just you know how I kind of think. I don't, I don't, because I could panic. I did panic when Trump was president and everybody was fucking acting like that. Mm-hmm. I kind of did have those feelings. I had angry feelings. I'm like, what the hell? I remember posting something like, damn, fucking, look at, look, you guys voted for Trump. This is what you get. And then, like, <laughs> my friend's like, bro, that that was uh, 2015. That was when Obama was president. Mm-hmm. But it's like, oh, fuck you. It doesn't matter, right? But, like, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm being ignorant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, wait, what? Why the hell did I just do that? Like, why did I catch myself doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, I was for Obama's for the left because what it represented, I think, is kind of right. Now, fuck that. <laughs> like, I'm a centralist now, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. You know, if, I, I just want us to unite. We're all the same team. You know, and that's whatever way we can have these conversations and... Not hate each other. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. This shit, it's fine. I understand everybody. I see their history. Like, you know, it's, it's it makes sense why somebody would have, you know, there's, there's the view stuck in their way. Their old dog the new, can't learn new tricks because it's just fucking their whole life has been that way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's That's the reason. I can't expect anybody to think the way I do. Like... I don't really have a strong enough opinion to really. I don't know shit. Yeah. I don't do shit. Yeah. I didn't go to the moon. I didn't go like you know what <laughs> I mean. I didn't put these fucking. I didn't. I don't know about vaccines. I don't know shit. Yeah. Bottom line for people is, 
is you know not everyone knows everything about everything right and you know i don't want to say stay in your own lane but the thing is learn from each other yeah right and um don't don't stay in your own lane learn from their lane as well see it from their perspective that's why you know talk story is a great it's a great um phrase because and an even better podcast talk story podcast <laughs> but just is the phrase is great because you know oh, yeah. all guards are down everybody comes from a neutral place right then you then you start learning from each other and that's how that's how people can move forward you know yeah and um i hope that's what people get from today you know what i mean yeah man I ah man, it's been an awesome talk, bro. <laughs> Definitely, yeah, man. <laughs> and I won't, I won't keep your time out too much, but um, dude, anything, any uh, you know, like pages, website, yeah, anything sure. Going, um, can let the people know or anything. Any last message for yeah, anybody I, listening? I I would say um. Well, I, well, first off, if you guys want to see more of my podcast, um, you can just go on IG and it's at, at Talk Story Podcast. All one word. Um, all my links are in my bio, and you can see um, I still have some special episodes as well. You know, just kind of featured stuff. Just trying to clean it up a little bit, but yeah, it's it's there. I've been taking a break from podcasting, but I'm gonna come back in next year sometime. Um, I've just been really busy lately. Yeah, so it's it's. Pandemic, but the the there's different things. There's jobs and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's. Um, I think one last message is, um, and I want to get back to people that want to do podcasting, right? And if you want to do a podcast, um, go ahead and just do it. Just start it. Um, you can record on your phone. <laughs> you know, I I started off with very low budget equipment. I started, um doing things with you know 10 i still have 10 dollar mics that i use you know what i mean and they're high quality and people say like oh this it sounds so good it's like it's a 10 dollar mic you know what i mean and i've been still using them i mean i i did upgrade of course but the thing is it doesn't take a lot to do a podcast all i think the heart of a podcast is the host and what kind of content they're trying to bring to people right the the heart to it and then i think that connects with people it's not you can get a bunch of equipment someone can get a bunch of equipment and not know how to use any of it yeah and i don't think that's efficient at all but i think what's really productive and efficient is just the not even the content but just the the conversation and and knowing how to um get into an industry like this learning from others learning the the pitfalls not trying to be like other people yeah but just learning how to collaborate and learning how to develop a style develop some kind of niche that interests the host the podcast right whether it's a whether it's a sports podcast which i love i love listening to sports podcasts or even ones that just talk crap to each other right um you know some people love like crime podcasts i've listened to some crime podcasts too which are very interesting you know and um but it's it's things that interest them it's it's things that they've gone out and they research and and that's i think that's where how a podcast becomes better you know by 
the host, the content that's being created. Um, yeah, the, the equipment does help, but, you know, work with things that, you know, works best. Yeah. Right. If you have, if you have a headphones and you have a phone and you want to do it like that, and if it works, why not? Right. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. And I was too much of a pussy to, <laughs> I always need an excuse. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I need the best equipment. And I'm, I'm looking up what people use and I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't afford that. But, yeah. You know, um, it's, you know, what's crazy for mine is I, I set out to do um, everything mobile. Right. Because I wanted to show that uh, a podcast doesn't isn't restricted to a studio or some kind of space. You can do it outside. You can do it. I, I one of them I did in um in Hawaii Kai. Terrible lighting because it was really sunny and everything. Terrible, but I still did it. And I showed people you don't even you don't even need you know a thousand dollars worth of equipment yeah. to do that. Um, you just have to know the essentials. If you if you know you know what wires to use, um, equipment to to bring along that works. You can translate it anywhere. Yeah, the goal is just get product out. Yeah. Keep it going. Consistency. Mm-hmm. We have a shorter term, um, you know, attention span. Yeah. You know, especially now when the iPod, iPad, fucking MP3 era. Mm-hmm. We're just like, what's the next song? What's the next song? What's the next song? So just keep doing it. I'm heeding what you're saying. You know, trying to do it myself. This is the first <laughs> time we had video. Um, I'm glad. The batteries are still going. <laughs> oh, we, we don't, don't even, even know. know. Yeah, we don't even know. <laughs> this one looks good. I think. I hope so. But yeah. Um, um, and and another thing is, you know, for for people out there, learn to listen, because yeah. I think people they know how to hear people, but they don't know how to listen. Yeah. Right. And I think that's that's so important these yeah. days to really listen to people and to really take in information and to apply it to their lives. Right. And then to share that with, with yeah. the person that they're talking to, you know, yeah. because that's how, that's how you grow as a person, I think. And if you have a difference of opinion, don't argue about it. Don't have to fight about mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Because you're only finding a way to divide right. between the person. And it really doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, nobody knows shit. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's just it. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when... When I see someone arguing, like, you know, two people arguing about politics or religion, whatever, it's like, you really think people are tuning into your battle? Mm-hmm. Like, you guys are in the same family. Like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody really, it's just going to divide you. And it's, you know, it's set up that way. But it has definitely been a pleasure. Thank you so much, oh, Gavin. Thank you, brother. You know, you're the first, first person I thought of. you would have been the first episode, but you're the first video episode. It's all good, I'm definitely man. happy about that. And uh, yeah, man, you'd be able to, you know, I'll have you talk on. To you about yeah, it. I'll have you on. Yeah, Talk right. Story Podcast. Please check him out, uh, brother Gavin Su guys. Definitely been in, you know, awesome uh, talk with you. Two hours. I'm so proud of it. So, cousins, please uh, just you know take heed to what we said today. This is all inspirational for you know not only you ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. You know to expand and do more and take it to the next level. Can all unify. We can all work together. And um, yeah, but 
with that being said, you know, with What's the Scoops podcast. What's the Scoops podcast? Yeah, if you guys want to be a part of it, you know, any questions, anything, any stories, you know, you can check it out at um, uh, <laughs> What's the Scoops <laughs> Yeah, what's the scoops at gmail.com? W A T Z D A S C O O P Z at gmail.com. What's the scoops.com? Oh, it's not out yet. <laughs> it will but be in the meantime. It will be soon, cousins. It's been a pleasure. I'm Junior John. This is Gavin Sugai. And uh, again, it's the What's, what's the, the Scoops, scoops podcast. podcast. Yeah, man. Bless you.